the Hotshot with Kids Podcast Network. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Hey, it's Never Cloth for the Hotshot Wiz Kids with Mike Klein Jr. and Mark Davila, and this is TV Cynics with that Latin flavor. I think, yeah. the, I think the uh, I'm you playing from YouTube. I think it's like a German version because it it was like <laughs> Das Cosby Show or something like that. Uh, if you did not know, uh, we are talking about the Cosby Show, and what was interesting about the Cosby Show besides um any of the more modern uh, Bill Cosby angles is that every season they had a different theme song. They had different music and they'd all be dancing. Cosby would have a new sweater. Yep. It would be all production. I also think the Cosby show, and I, don't, I think this was a thing. It, it was like one of, or the first show to show a successful black family on television. Uh. Like an affluent black family. Wasn't um the I think the Jeffersons were pretty uh, well they were moving well, on up but they weren't already, the the Cosby's are already up they weren't moving on up they were up well the for the Jeffersons they were moved it shows them when they were moved up listen we're moving on up the, the and now song, like, their you know, theme song is moving on up well the, but the episode it shows them in their nice place yeah because the they, they moved you know, into um there was looks in the sky yes they moved in Archie Bunker's neighborhood. They moved out of Archie Bunker's neighborhood. They did? Pretty sure that's what it is. And they moved on up. Oh, to yeah. a apartment in the sky. Oh, Archie, yes, that's right. Archie Bunker stayed in the same shithole. Yeah, because in... See, in our area, if you move from your house to your apartment, that means you're poor. Yeah. In New York City, that means you're rich, I guess. But, um, yeah, the Cosbys, they stayed. They started off rich, and that's where they stayed. So, Bill Cosby's character... They were the Huxtables. Yep. Heathcliff Huxtable, I believe. Yes. He was a doctor, and his wife was a lawyer, Claire Huxtable. That is a power couple. I know, you know, but your parents are a doctor and a lawyer. These guys got a shitload of cash. Meanwhile, it was a very strange practice that he had. Like, he practiced out of his basement, I think. Like, his office was in the house. I thought he had a house. He was, I don't, he was a, um... Or am I remembering wrong? I think you're but remembering he, wrong, but wasn't he like a... I don't know if he was a gynecologist, but he... He, he, he delivered babies. Yeah, which is, a, which is a gynecologist. I don't know if they ever said that. Which is funny, what you know about Cosby now. I know, I know. Do you think he had input as to what his... <laughs> I want to be a gynecologist. Listen, make my character a gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how many people do a co- did a Cosby... Impersonation. Anyone who did impressions, you had to do a Cosby impression back in the day. The show focuses on a on the Huxtable family, an upper middle class African American family living in the Brownstone in Brooklyn Heights, New York. Upper middle? I don't know, man. That's upper upper, as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, he was an obstetrician. Obstetrician. The son of a prominent jazz trombonist. I didn't know that. His father was a prominent jazz trombonist always have like they'd show up as different jazz stars to show up playing the horns and people would be tap dancing and shit I love these sitcoms where just celebrities are just show up like a lot of 80s sitcoms celebrities would get stranded in, in whatever town they lived in and just show up to the house 
We'll get to that. Just keep describing the premise. And the matriarch is his wife, attorney Claire Huxtable. They have four daughters and one son. Sandra, not Sandra, Sandra, Denise, Theo, Vanessa, and Rudy. Yeah. And then, um, despite well, its comedic on- tone, the show sometimes involves serious subjects like Theo's experience dealing with dyslexia. Yeah, later on, more characters showed up. Sandra got married, so her husband was there. They had a kid, and so that was like, you know, once you jump the shark and you need to add in. Yeah, a new- what was the girl? That was uh, Raven, right? What's her name? Yeah, Raven Simone. Yeah, she showed up. Yeah, she was the, you know, the daughter we of the need other a, two We need a cute kid on the show that we can have some storylines around. If you recall, the famous Bud, Rudy's friend. Oh, yeah. Little- you know what's weird? So people are like, you know what? I'm bored of this Cosby show. Wait a minute. Is there a little kid on here? Never mind. I'm tuning in. I mean, oh, shit, I'm back. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Somehow it worked, though. Cause they, they, everyone did it. So obviously they had some success. I think The Walking Dead killed off the only baby on set. I wouldn't know. I think they killed off Judith, but I don't know. They, they Really? I think so. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I, don't, I don't watch it, so I don't know, but I thought I heard that. Yeah, I'm like I, I'm so done with it. But wouldn't it be funny if they brought on like a zombie baby to the, the set to try to get people to tune in again? Oh, <laughs> you never seen any zombie babies. Yeah. And the one movie you did, when were there in the mall? Oh yeah. I just saw a new zombie movie on uh, Amazon Prime the other day. I enjoyed it. It the it's it's like the this guy just wakes up and he goes to a party and he's like us at a party. He's miserable sitting on a sofa alone, not talking to anyone the whole time. And then um because it was like I think it was like his ex girlfriend. He's just waiting there to get some of his stuff, but she never came back. She was like, "You yeah, dude, he just every every once in a while he'll just see her, you know, mingling and having fun." Sounds, sounds like real life. Yeah, sounds like our life. So eventually he goes into a room and he just kind of dozes off. And then he wakes up, everyone's gone, and he looks out the window, and it's just a zombie apocalypse, and he never knows what happened. So it's the the whole movie is just him by himself. It's, it's actually is it a good. fun? Is it fun? No, no, no. It's because I want like a fun. A, I want a fun zombie show. Well, that's Shaun of the Dead. But I don't want it to be, see what I want is like your the same premise you just mentioned, but it's just me going around like I'm like oh this is cool. I don't have to go to work anymore and. There are a few of those. Isn't there was one that's a musical, like Anna and the Apocalypse or something? Yeah, I don't need any singing. That's just weird. I saw a few minutes of that. I gotta watch that. I I haven't seen it yet. For like a half I second, thought... you sound like you're on a walkie-talkie. <laughs> breaker, breaker, breaker. Over. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. the Cosby Show. I was gonna say I should probably get back. Um. So yeah, that's what it took place, and they'd always have different uh, things happen in the episodes. Now, like you back to this random celebrities coming in, they'd always have the jazz singers. Um, I think Lisa Horn just showed up one day. I- I'm not sure why. Uh, I know um, the blind one. What's his face? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder showed up. And they, he invited the family to his recording studio. Why, and why would Stevie Wonder just invite some random family to his recording studio? I don't know, but he, he showed up. They did, he made them a song. I just so, called to say 
I love you. That's one of the oh, songs. Wait, is that Lionel Richie? Or is that Stevie Wonder? Stevie Wonder. I get some of their music confused sometimes. Why? Because they're both black guys? That's all right. Then with Michael Jackson and any other black artist I can think of, I get them all confused. Speaking of that, I did watch the Cosby show, but I don't think I was a weekly viewer. But if I was standing around at my grandma's house, we weren't allowed to watch it because she was a a racist. And Not not in my house. It would come on and she'd be like, what's this? The Crosby? She'd call it the Crosby show, for one. She'd go around N-words and just dive for that remote. Yep. Or maybe we did watch it with her and she just complained. I, I don't... Who knows? I, I've i told this story so many times I might have, uh, you know... You know what? That was the beginning of must-see TV. That's the beginning was of... It a, what day was it on? Thursday? Sure, yeah. It started the whole Thursday must-see TV on NBC. But it, that was appointment viewing for most of the country. Like, we started watching it and, you know, look, every week you got to watch the Cosby was Show. Was it a good show, though? I don't... Again, it's hard to say... At the time, I enjoyed it, but was that because I was just a kid and I didn't know any better? But my parents watched it, too. They seemed to enjoy it. Do they laugh? I guess, from what I recall. Like, everyone liked it. So I I have to assume it was a good show. Yeah, I haven't watched it in years. Now, uh, eventually, I'm kind of, like, jumping ahead a little bit, but once The Simpsons competed with it, because The Simpsons uh, were Oh, yeah, that was the big deal. I remember now. The yeah. Simpsons beat out the Cosby show, and they're like, wow. Then we just, you know, we kind of switched over. I'm fucking watching The Simpsons. Which is weird, because The Simpsons are still on, and the Cosby show ended almost 20 years ago. Well, the, the no, beauty almost, of, the beauty yeah, of anime years ago. is they don't age. <laughs> they just keep on going. Wait, or is it 30 years ago? It ended in 1992. Is that 30 years or 20? 92. 92, 2002. 30. Holy shit, that's 30 years ago. <laughs> almost 30. How is The Simpsons still on? <laughs> It's animation, man. Like get new writers and just keep on going. Yep, and apparently people don't care that shitty. You know what's oh, wrong? You know what's wrong with having that many episodes? It's like you can't rewatch The Simpsons. I can't say if it's bad now, but there was a stretch where I was watching it and it was horrible. Like I literally, I'd watch it for a few weeks and like I have not laughed once in you know watching all these episodes. So I guess I'm done. But then, you know, they get new writers, and you know, they, I think it kind of goes through phases. So it very well could be good now. I don't know. But I, I'm kind of just done with it. I have a lot of other shit to watch. You stopped watching when they got rid of Apu. <laughs> that that was bullshit. Well, I think they're he's coming back, but they're going to have someone else to the voice. Again, more bullshit. It's a fucking cartoon. Um... Cosby Show spent five consecutive seasons as the number one rated television show on television. Yeah, they, I mean, they fucking ruled. You could not, I mean, like, even before that, Bill Cosby was a huge star. He had other shows. Like, you know, um, oh, and also he was in Leonard Part 6. Yeah, he had a movie career. He had other television shows. Fat he Albert. Was, what's that? He was in Fat Albert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fat. I used to watch that show. It seems like he, that Fat Albert was on for years, but it, was, it would only be on every once in a while, I guess. Well, he was a highly successful stand-up comic, a lot of albums, like groundbreaking stuff. Yeah, which sounds like, man, does comedy not age? It's amazing how bad uh, stand-up comedy ages. I know. You At least for me. Because I, I like, I've been watching like Sam Kinison stuff, and I'm like, man, this is just horror. Like. How, this well, guy wouldn't most even... Most things, you know, 
it's based on cultural references. It's all kind yeah. of pop culture stuff. And, you know, obviously the culture has changed. Meanwhile, the weird part is that they're more... If a, com- a comedian from the 80s started doing comedy now, they'd, they'd run him out of the business for being too, like, you know, whatever. Hey. Yeah. Like, you can't say that. Which is weird because that's not how it was. For years, things got, like, more and more raunchy, and then now things are kind of reversing. Yeah, well, look at, like, Eddie Murphy raw... Oh yeah, he'd be he'd be like he'd be canceled as they say. Yeah, yeah. In fact, some people want to cancel people for what they did in the past. Like you, you can't do that. Well, apparently for some people you can because they really try. Which I'm surprised they didn't try that with Eddie Murphy. Because <clears throat> why not? He has a whole album of like you know racial, sexist, homophobic stuff, and you know it's like. Hey, well, man, that- the thing about it is, is that he's not. If he started taking some kind of political stand, they would. True, true. He kind of just does his own thing, so they leave him be. Yeah, because if you go against like whatever side, then they'll be like, "Wait a second, look what he said this year." You know. Yeah. Then but, all of a sudden it'd be you know all this look we found footage of, and they'd be playing all that stuff. Yeah, he's not really an adversary, so no one's looking to shut him down. Anyhow, uh, what was I saying? How the hell would I know? So the show started on September twentieth, nineteen eighty four. And its final uh, air date was in uh, April 30th, 1992. That was a nice stretch. 12? Wait. Eight. Eight years. I don't know where you got 12 from. I don't know math. But that doesn't eight. seem that long. Yeah. You know, the thing is, those eight years fell into my formative years. So it seems so like it, forever. It feels like my whole childhood was the Cosby show. So same same thing with uh, Cheers, Family Ties. They yeah. weren't on that long. I mean, maybe like 10 years or whatever. We were in that specific window where I was growing up, so it just feels like, you know, it was on for a really long time. You yeah. could have said it was like 20 years. I'd be like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't bring, the, before uh, he had his troubles, they didn't try bringing it back for like a, a reunion well, show. They would have. You know, they want to reboot everything. If, if this whole thing didn't happen, or if he didn't get caught... Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter that it happened because it was happening for you know twenty years before anything ever came to light. That reminds me. I heard that they're bringing back ahead of the class. Get the fuck out of here! Like who the hell was looking for that? Oh man, we got to talk. We got to do ahead of the class. Like, hey, hey, you got any pitches for me? How about hey, hear me out. Remember that show, Head of the Class? Um, Watch that show. Okay. Yeah, the- we do it again now, and but it takes place in modern times. Brilliant. Done. Here's some money. I mean, that show wasn't that good in the first place, I don't think. Again, I enjoyed it, but again, it fell in that window. Yeah, we got to talk about it. We got to do it. We'll do a whole episode on Head of the Class. I, know, I don't want to say too much about it because I have thoughts. So I don't want to. But the Cosby, one of the things Cosby was known for is his sweaters. Yeah. Was that something that just came about organically, or did they decide, like, we're going to make his trademark, like, weird sweaters? You know what? Just a guess. I would say they started doing it, and it wasn't like a well thought out thing. But once the idea caught on, then they kind of made it their thing. And I, and oddly enough, wasn't one of the like main like funny episodes when one of the characters made a sweater for their sibling, and it was like some ugly piece of shit. It wasn't a sweater. It was a kind of shirt. So I do recall the episode. So um, one of the sisters, I don't recall if it was the older or the middle. But she was like, 
you know, a little bit into fashion, and Theo wanted this really fancy shirt. And apparently they could afford it, even though they were super wealthy? No, they could afford it, but the parents, even though they had money... They didn't want to spoil their kids. Like, listen, we're not buying a three hundred dollars shirt, even though. But we meanwhile, have- meanwhile, Cliff can buy these expensive, you know, sweaters. <laughs> Armani sweaters. Yeah. Anyway, so the one daughter says, "Hey, I can make that. I can make that easy." So she gets the material, gets the, you know all together, and she makes this ugly ass shirt. One like sleeve is longer than the other one collar is longer than the other it was like it's this gross thing so but theo's wearing it anyway for some reason but he's all super embarrassed and he's trying to like get by his like fancy friends and he's like oh no they're gonna be you know gonna say this i told him i was wearing this i was gonna be wearing this shirt today and blah 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 it's funny that he's like bragging to his friends like wait till you see my shirt tomorrow you're gonna be very impressed (laughs) but of course since it's a sitcom he wears that piece of shit and they're like He's like super embarrassed and they're like, oh no, I know you have the new uh, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And they're all accepting and they think he's wearing some fancy shit. Oh, yeah, they, they'd always do that in sitcoms where the, the, the what's going to happen turns around. Yeah. It's like in uh, saved by the bell when one of the characters did some weird dance and it became like the big, biggest dance craze. That's another eighties trope where the, you know, you're on the dance floor and like, oh no, I, uh, I somebody whacked me in the elbow or now someone stepped on my foot so now I'm doing this weird move because I'm in pain now everyone's like yeah all right now we're all doing it it's exa- it's it's kind of true it's exaggerated but it's kind of true if people don't know that something's like if you think that that's some kind of like fancy sweater but you don't know you don't know either way you're like well I guess that's cool I guess I'll wear it too I guess some people are like that yeah some people are you know, I listen. I just want to be trendy. What's hey? What, tell me what's popular. That's what I'll do. That's what I, I go when I got to school. I'd be like, hey, everyone, see these Voight sneakers? Top of the line, man. Everyone wants these. Um, you think you're gonna beat out my McGregor's? <laughs> <laughs> People probably don't even know those brands, but those are like those shit. were our Kmart and Hills type, right? You know, yeah. poor people too. Everyone else had Nike or whatever, and like that was like like every year I'm like, I want Nike so bad because I want to walk into school on that first day. The fresh pair of Nike on Jordans were like the uh, the you know Jordans were the holy grail of sneakers. I don't know what it's like now being a kid, but for, for us, the first day of school, everyone just looked at your shoes. It was like a fashion show. Yeah, it's like oh, he's wearing these. Okay, he's got the uh, ruse with the pocket. For some reason, those were cool. See, all of elementary school and middle school, I was not. Or no, I think it was all of elementary school. I'd have McGregor's, Voits. Jordan. I remember I had Jordash sneakers and I walked up to the kids in the neighborhood and the guy's like, holy shit, man, you got the new jo- Oh. <laughs> he thought they were the new Jordans for a second. For a half second, I was like super, you know. And the thing is, it ends up, you know, you're poor, so you buy the cheap shoes, but you end up wasting money because you end up having to buy sneakers again. Because they would literally, the quality was so bad. I remember them falling apart so that my mom would have to buy me sneakers again. At but some they cost 10 bucks, so, you, you know, that's like eight pairs of Jordans. But meanwhile, you know, eventually, I think once I got into middle school, my mom would start buying me, like, decent ones. I'd get, like, British Knights or something. That's what like, I got, Dimacells. That was my first not yeah. cheap sneaker. But meanwhile, it still costs, like, 40 to $60. That's true. 
Well, then you know what I did the next year, I think, or maybe the year before. I got uh, Converse All Stars, which are not weren't that expensive then, but they were still kind of acceptable because they were kind of fashionable. Yeah, that's the thing. You knew there's certain brands are acceptable and certain ones weren't. Yeah, so I don't. Long- I don't know if that still goes on now or not. I don't know. I don't know what the kids like. Like if you, like it was like a, a, it was like a secret. Like you could not tell anyone in school that you shopped at Kmart. That was a shameful. And then every once in a while, of course. Like if you saw one of your friends in in Kmart, you'd hide behind, like you'd hide behind like a shelf somewhere. Well, my experience was, you know, I'm with my mom shopping at Kmart. Meanwhile, you know, without knowing, you just happen to walk by a kid you saw, you know, that you knew from school and he's with his mom shopping at Kmart. We just kind of give each other a very slight nod. Meanwhile, 90% of the school is at Kmart, but for some reason people pretended they were going to like, I don't know, Barney's or something. I lived in a very poor neighborhood. I lived in a very poor city. You know, there were certain areas that were better than others. And maybe those kids, their families had a little bit more money, but overall we're all poor. Yeah. Meanwhile, it was a big thing. It's like, oh, you're poor. We picked out our um, school clothes in like July because they go on layaway for two months. Yeah, my mom used to do the layaway also. And then we get that big bag full of all the stuff. Like, oh, this is awesome. We Two times a year we'd buy clothes. In the spring for summer clothes and then and, and like later in the summer for, um, for school clothes. Christmas. And man, that's why I think now as an adult, you like, you want that Amazon package to come within a day because... Not this layaway bull. I gotta wait two months. Yeah, that's bullshit. I need that thing now, right now. Now it's like uh, if I order something online, it's like I gotta wait a week and a half. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Anyways, back to the Cosby Show. You know, Um, I remember their fancy house. They live in that brownstone. They had that fancy uh, porch and everything. Yeah, like I said, you know, well off, way better living than um they had any right to really like come on most of america is pretty you know like is like middle lower class but that's why i really appreciated shows like roseanne or married with children where they started to show poor people because that was the trend the trend was everyone on tv was doing pretty well and that's all anyone wanted yeah that's why roseanne came out it was like the anti almost the anti-cosby show because it was like they bucked those two shows, Roseanne and Married with Children. They bucked the trend. Like, no, their people are poor. Yeah. And it was nice to see. Because, like, you know, everyone's getting along. The family's intact. Everyone has money. They're doing all these family activities together. Everything's great. It's like people got sick of seeing it. Listen, I don't want, I don't need to live in this fantasy world. No, yeah, there, there wasn't much, there wasn't like, there was never like divorced families. It usually was the person died. And like very rare you'd have divorce. And if you did, one of them had to be a bad guy. Usually the dad. The dad is like some piece of shit. Left yeah. the mom. Yeah, like what happened to the dad in um Valerie's family? Cause I don't remember. Well, he was a widower because it killed off Valerie. No, he wasn't there. Was he? I think the after Valerie died, I think the kids like basically raised themselves. Could have sworn there was oh no they brought in someone else like an aunt what's her name from like the partridge family or whatever yeah they or brought somebody like i can't remember now there was a spinoff to the cosby show called uh different world that became the hogan's though just to put a cap on that it was valerie 
And then after they killed off her character because she left, it became Valerie's family. Then after that, it became like the Hogan's or the Hogan family because yeah. well, they didn't want any association with her. We can yeah. talk. Well, believe me, we'll get to that. We're running out of shows to talk about. So you're right. So let's do spinoffs. So a different world spinoff of the Cosby show. So which is a very loose spinoff because I'm not sure what happened, but the... Um, so there were four daughters. So the second oldest daughter, um, what's her face? The famous one. What's her name? Uh, the one who married uh, Kravitz. Yeah, and their daughter, their daughter is on the show, is on the new high high fidelity show. Yeah, what, what, whatever her name is, I'm blanking. Lisa Bonet. Yeah, Lisa Bonet. Lisa yeah, she Bonet. was like she was like a hippie type. Yeah. So she went off to school, and that created. A different world but she was only in season one i'm pretty sure then for some reason she was just gone from the show but they just kept the show going like i don't know what happened she just i don't who knows maybe there was some behind the scenes shit but she was gone show kept going and that show lasted a long six time. seasons it was on yeah and which i enjoyed i watched most of it i hung in there for probably like half its life so during the summer of 1988, 1988, Lisa Bonet announced that she was she and husband Lenny Kravitz were having a baby, which I think is um, what the hell's her name? What the hell was the baby's name? Yeah. Zoe Kravitz or something like that. And then um, Alan right. was in favor of having a young pregnant student on the show, but the but Cosby said that Lisa Bonet may be pregnant, but not Denise Huxtable. He's <laughs> listening, everybody. Uh, yeah. Is he a drunk he... now? Is Cosby a drunk? Yeah. Well, come on. He had a lot of issues. <laughs> oh, Mr. High and Mighty. That's why people came down on him so much. Because, you know, he was America's dad. He was high and mighty. Meanwhile, his family life was horrible. Like, his son had issues and... Gambling, right? Yeah, wasn't so, he murdered or something? Well, so his son was murdered, but it had nothing to do with anything. It was just a random act of violence, I think. Random act. Yeah, like, his son was just driving... I think he had car trouble. He pulled over on the side of the road, like at an underpass, and some Russian guy, I don't think it was a kind of Russian gangbanger, just came up and shot him. Didn't even steal anything. I don't know if they were anywhere near each other, but I, it's similar to Michael Jordan's dad just being murdered. Like, I remember just like, wow, what these famous people's like families are just getting murdered left and right around here. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if you remember Jordan's murder. Yeah, no, I do. But meanwhile, again, with uh, Bill Cosby, remember when the uh, the kind of the black community kind of like um, turned their back on him because he was like, everybody, you know, speak proper English and yeah. pick up your pants. And they were like, fuck you. Well, he was America's dad. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <clears throat> and he'd do a stage show and he'd, his comedy like w w um, went to this like weird, like it was a lecture all of a sudden. Morphed. He well, you know, he was a stand-up, and he was you know risque stuff. He had he had his date rape jokes and <laughs> drugging women jokes. But all of a sudden, he went from stand-up to a guy who sits on a stool and just and just like gives you a lecture about how you should live your life. Turned to a lecture series. Then he all of a sudden he knew how everyone should be living. Yep, and he, and he still you know what's funny after his allegations, he still went, he still went on stage. People were like heckling him about it, but he still went on with his lectures about how you should live your life. I'm pretty sure he still does it now. He does. I think he has a lecture series in prison. I didn't know like, you could do that. I'm pretty sure he goes up like on stage in prison and has talks. I, I do recall hearing that. Are the prisoners too young to even remember who he is? 
because I didn't watch the Cosby. Like we said, 30 years, it'd have to be older, older uh, convicts to know to have watched the Cosby show. It's in syndication and just knowing that he's a famous dude. So he probably still has some uh, cachet in jail. That must be so tough for a rich guy to be in prison. Well, that's talk about culture shock. Yeah, it's just weird. But yeah, so um, notable episodes. Um, what what are some more special episodes? What do we what do they have? Was anyone ever molested? In episode one, the episode "Rudy and the Snow Queen" marks the beginning of a softening of Whitley's image as a spoiled troublemaker at Hillman. I don't know who that is. Whitley, I think. Whitley, well, that was the uh, friend. Was that the different world, maybe. In season two, the episode titled "No Means No," I think you can figure out what that's about. Deals with date rape. <laughs> Very special episode of the Cosby Show. Freddie has a crush on Hillman's baseball team's new top-notch pitcher, Garth Parks. Dwayne hears Garth discuss a disturbing incident involving another woman. You know, it would be crazy if the, a main character was a rapist on a show. That would be something, but they would they could never do that because then you okay everyone turns against a character, but now the character still has to exist in the the world of the you know that show. But why? What about when they like remember um the guy from that '70s show said some dumb shit and they kicked him off that show on Netflix? Like I think they just killed him off. Which I'm not sure. The 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 ranch or something. Danny Masterson like it ended up he was like a real creep. Oh, really? I, I don't even know about that. Yeah, it ended up being some kind of creep, so they, they fired him from the show, so they just killed him off. But imagine in the show, they just go, yeah, he's a rapist. Like, they just make their character, like, like you know, really horrible person. You know what? That would be interesting, but not to say he continues to be a rapist. I would say, you know, that incident, incident happens, and now we watch a guy having to live with the repercussions of that. So you keep, him, you keep him in the show, but he has to, he has to play the storyline of him being a, a creep. Yeah, it's like maybe he does jail time, and now you have to show his life Yeah, because Danny Maston didn't do anything illegal. He was just a creepy guy. I forget even what he did. But um, So you keep him on the show and just make him a – like he's just got to live that – he either has to quit or just keep playing the biggest creep in the world on the show. Interesting, though, where there's episodes where, you know, he moves, so he has to go tell his neighbors mm-hmm. that he's done the sexual – it's like – Due to Megan's law, I have to inform you that I have. You know, like wouldn't that be that'd be that's cool. more of a punishment because now it, if he meets a lady, no one's gonna fucking remember that he's a creep. They'll be like, oh yeah, a show. Yeah, that's all I know of him. People forget about everything. You're not gonna keep it going. I never forgot. It. I never knew it. So that's true. That's even worse. You would have definitely just started dating Danny Masterson. I still will. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I'll date him. He, he always looked cool. He was my favorite character on that show. Yeah. You know what kind of bragging rights? Like, I'll be telling everyone at work. I started dating, uh, you know, the dude from the 70s show, the one that had a beard? So, Mark, I, um, you tell me about yourself. Are you seeing anyone? Oh, yeah, I'm engaged to Danny Masterson. <laughs> the guy from the 70s show. The curly hair. What was his name? He looks like Disco Stew, that guy. His character name was Hyde. Because that guy could play Disco Stew if they ever did a real-life uh, Simpsons. Yeah, he's got a nice fro. Do they still have Disco Stew in The Simpsons? Because that's, like, ridiculous. No idea. Man, speaking of froze, man, they better start opening up fucking um, salons around here. I need a supercuts bad. My hair is outrageous. Thick. You can't mention time periods on TV Cynics because these episodes are supposed to be timeless. Yeah, 
Yeah, but this is during the COVID era. Wow. Things are so different. It's, pretty, it's already time-stamped. Um, in January 1991, seven days between the uh, beginning of Operation Desert Storm, Blair Underwood guest starred in the episode War and Peace about the impending Persian Gulf War. Blair Underwood. Now, do you like when your TV shows like rip from the headlines? Like, what's going to happen in the fall? Or whenever shows come back, are they going to mention that there's like a, like, are they going to mention, is there going to be episodes of sitcoms where people are all stuck at home? Or is that too close to home? Because after 9-11, a lot of shows had to adjust things. I don't know. I kind of like, I'm assuming that some shows are going to, you know, deal with it. So I'm guessing, yeah, there's going to be a lot of COVID storylines. But it could backfire because maybe people, you know, six months yeah, do people want to hear about it six months from now? Yeah, that was my life. I know. Like, I don't need to see a show about it. Yeah, you kind of want to escape. You don't want to, like, hey, look, the Connors are stuck in their house just like me, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. Meanwhile, how are shows even going to continue? That's what is I'm saying. Gonna... There won't be any new shows probably until next spring at the soonest. I'm wondering, is it going to be, like, everyone shoots independently and then they kind of splice things together so everyone's just talking to thin air zoom episodes well no it's like i'm out you know you have the crew but they're all with their mask and everything so i'm alone on the set saying my lines and then just the way they film it everyone gets a day alone on the set with their lines and then you just kind of put it together like we're talking to each other you could do that or you could just use old clips from if it's a long-running show just cut up old episodes and make a whole new episode that I don't think they're gonna do. That would work. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting though to see what happens. I hope shows don't become shitty. Feels like you ruin all the shows. I say make them all animated. Fuck it. Oh, you know what? You're right. That would work. Because they could all have their own setups at home. Or just go into a studio one one by one. Voiceover. You know, it's all voiceover stuff. Like I could do it from here. And look, you know, it's everything's animated. Just do your show, and everything continues. And guess what? Characters don't have to age anymore. Yeah, the episode of Chicago PD is a cartoon. Is a gritty cartoon. That'd be cool. Speaking of cartoons, so there's a new cartoon on. Actually, it's not new because it's the season two. Oh, we're talking about the Cosby Show. Now you're right. I'll, I'll <laughs> say. My- all, right, all right. Let's let's just end it. So, uh, how did the Cosby Show finish? All right. Let me see. Hard to get sidetracked here. Last episode of the Cosby Show. Season six started in September 1992. Obviously, I'm pretty sure I didn't see it, considering I gave up on Cosby. Because like with the war between the Simpsons and the Cosby Show, in my household, the Simpsons won hands down. I do recall though, like my parents still wanted to watch the Cosby Show, and there would be a little bit of a ruckus sometimes. Like we want to watch the Simpsons, and eventually we got a second TV in the house, so we were able to watch the Simpsons. But I do, you know, there was a kind of like a head-to-head battle. Hey, do you remember that there was a second Cosby show? No. It came out like years later and it had, um, oh, the hell is that guy's name? He had two names or something. Will Cosby? No, no, no. There was that one guy, Wayne Wayne or whatever his name was. Dwayne Wayne? Hold on. Talking about a second Cosby show because I missed that. One. It was a, I was on CBS, the new Co- Bill Cosby show. Mm. No, wait, that's the that's the old thing. Hold on. 
make sure you have this shit kind of prepped before you start mentioning stuff. Yeah, I should have. But I forgot I forgot it existed. Cosby came out in 1996. Huh. At that point, I was like working and stuff. So yeah, I guess You were working, know. man. You didn't have time to watch television. Cosby is an American sitcom television series broadcast on CBS from September 1996 till 2000. So four years. That's pretty long. Um, it starred Bill Cosby and Felicia Richard. Were they the same characters or the new people? Set at the corner of 33rd Avenue and 1539 Blake Street in Astoria, Queens, Cosby portrayed grumpy Hilton Lucas, a New York City man forced into early retirement from his job as an airline customer service agent, and his wife, Ruth, who is again played by Felicia Rashad. And um, initially, Telma, Telma Hopkins was cast as Ruth Lucas. However, she was recast after she reacted poorly to Cosby's tendency to ad, ad lib. Like she couldn't figure, she couldn't fill it up with his ad libbing. The script is a script for a reason. And it also starred Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug. You remember him? Not vaguely. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Okay, there was a, another show together. Okay. Anyway, last episode of the Cosby Show. I don't know, I'm trying to find it now. You made, you made me go down that that uh, wormhole. You did this on your on your own. Don't blame me. That's yeah, so I think starting next episode, I'm gonna have to do all the research ahead of time. <laughs> Just so it's there. And then I'll be an expert. I'll be like, hey, this Actually, show. Yeah. I'll wa- I'll watch a bunch of episodes. I'm gonna do a lot of research for uh, Hogan's family next week. Don't get a Hogan family and Hogan's heroes confused. Very different. Oh, Hogan's heroes. And these guys were in a uh, um, a war camp. After Valerie Harper left because of uh, conflict with the Nazis. Or was it Valerie Bertinelli? No, it was Valerie um, Harper. I was right the first time. Did you find that information yet? I'm Come looking on. for it. Christ. Yeah, I definitely got to do research from now on. You sure do. Now, I'm curious, is it like a, if it was an episode where they put a cap on things or it was just a, like a regular episode? I, I'm sure they all got out and did their, their customary bow at the end. But I I always appreciate if they put a little bit of forethought into things and just like have I an episode. That- I don't think shows ended like well. I guess Mash was known for having a really good ending. But a lot of those shows like they didn't put a lot of effort into their last show for some reason. It's done. It's end. I I hope. I mean, since it was such an iconic show, I really hope they did because that would be nice. I mean, not that it matters now, a hundred years later, but still. Okay, so the final episode of the uh, Cosby Show was episodes 200 and 201, and so we commence. And it was an hour-long episode on April 30th, 1992. Eight years of magic, love, and laughter with the Huxville family came to an end. Cliff's invitation list for Theo's graduation from NYU continues to grow as he invites a host of relatives and friends to celebrate, and despite a scarcity of tickets, he just keeps on inviting people. That's yeah. So it's just a bunch of Cos of Cosby family in the uh, like. Hey, I want to see my son graduate. Sorry, this rich doctor gave away all the tickets. You can't come. How it would work is <clears throat> the scarcity of tickets means I have four tickets. I can invite four people, but meanwhile I invited forty. So now thirty six of you don't have seats. 
Theo's protests fall on deaf ears. If they ask me, they're coming, declares the proud father. Denise calls from Singapore to tell the family that she and Martin are expecting. Denise and Dabness arrive, providing mixed signals to everyone about their current relationship. At the commencement ceremony, Cliff thinks back eight years. Today, he used Monopoly money to illustrate the harsh reality. So, of course, there's got to be a uh, flashback. Do you think he used some of the uh, the set prescription pads to like try to buy uh, some kind of date rape drug? Probably. By the time like- by the time Cliff emerges from his reverie, so most of the episode is him like he's sitting at the uh, ceremony just dream- daydreaming so- about his life. Him reminiscing is the episode. <laughs> yeah, and by the time he wakes up, Theo is already graduated. That evening, after the doorbell is finally fixed, I guess it was broke. Cliff and Claire dance cheek to cheek one last time in the Huxville living room and then dance off the set into television history. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So that's a little all. Bit, no. that's Man, funny. imagine, could you go back? Imagine if you went back and told him, like, you know, he's on top of the world. He has more money than he knows what to do with. That syndication money just keeps rolling on in. And he's just, you know, king of the world. Just to, to let him know that, oh yeah, um, at the end you're gonna be broke in prison, okay? And you're not leaving there. You're gonna die in prison. In I don't cold. know if he's broke, but oh come on, lawyers and shit like that, and then like civil suits. He, 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 come on, that fucking money's gone. Not that it matters. You can't spend it in jail. Maybe you should write him a letter. Maybe he'll give you some money. Tell him tell him about his bum rap. I'm mad because I thought about writing OJ when he was in prison and then be like being his friend. You know what? I'm sure people have thought of that. Uh, he probably gets a lot of mail and he probably gets a, more hate mail than anything. Well, he's, out, probably, he's out of prison now. No, I'm talking about um, Cosby. Oh, so, uh, he probably doesn't even look at his own mail because it's probably mostly shit. I guess, but you would be surprised. I know that um, Ed, Ed Gain, what was that guy? Ed Gain. Who's the guy who wrote, who did art? serial killer mm, Picasso whatever his name was you could write him and he'd like send you like an order form with all his art like art prices and stuff I, you know what I'm curious if you wrote him a really nice letter very complimentary very heartfelt and he didn't mention any of the uh, you know troubling aspects of things he might write you back what else is he doing yeah maybe and that would be nice, something to have a little memento I'm, I'm more of the uh, that might be worth money frame that shit and once well, he yeah, I would have ulterior motives I'm just gonna write to a bunch of famous prisoners and then see if they write me back and sell stuff yeah after they die you sell that shit the same day same day Cosby dies get on eBay yep yeah hey you could write them as different people and have like 10 different ones yeah there you go dear Chris <laughs> no pretend to be a chick oh I yeah I'm gonna answer you that's true Send him a couple tasteful nudes also. Well, they look into that stuff and they take those out, so. What if you drew him a picture of nudes? I don't know. Listen, that's art. We're going to have to get an expert from the uh, prison system to uh, let us know if if they take out tasteful nudes or not. I do know a guy who was a uh, a CEO in a jail. should ask him. I don't know. Does he sort the mail, though? I don't know. That's why I got to ask him. He might know. All right, well, you ask him. And meanwhile, we're going to um, end the episode. Yeah, 
we need to do that. Anyway, if you have a show that we haven't covered yet and you'd like The Torkelsons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or the Snorks. We do animated shows too. Have we haven't done any yet. Haven't, but we could. So send us an email at hotshotwizkids at gmail. We are answering our email now. <laughs> Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Well, for a while, none of us were hooked up to the email, so emails would come, and then nine months later, we'd be like, oh, look, we got emails. I know, I know. I don't know if it's a law, but you don't answer something nine months later. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not a law, it's more etiquette. Anyway, HotShotWoodsKids.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, tell a friend to watch some TV. 